so I had to learn, understand semaphore, and understand how to, how to read semaphore from the back. And Physical or visual hand signals. Everything went by ship. You got it. It's not like today. Uh, I found the lights a little bit later. Lights harder than than the semaphore. Yes. The whole damn operation worked by ships. American ships. They were very slow. You could sit there and almost go to sleep because they were slow. I don't know why, but we'd be struggling to read it at 18. You know. Whereas I'd be there reading it at 30. Because it never leaves you, you see, and especially uh, Morse and. Uh... I guess I, 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 I... Special Morse. Did it, did it. High-speed Morse. Forty. I couldn't read it then. Our stations were on the bridge. In those days, was the thing... Be a short ladder, and then there was the flag deck. Well, when you, when you read so... Morse at 30 and you wind it back to 22... Yes. Well, I did know Morse. I had no trouble in Morse at all. And I'm thinking, Jesus, I have never, ever in my life seen a flashing light go so fast. It just sends a, a beam out. And, and the radio, the radios we had to used it. to wander. They don't wander anymore, but, you know, you, you, the so I've got you to... can hear the beam go, sort of... And if it hits something, it goes... <laughs> you'd be saying, Christ's sake, where's the signal? It comes back again. Comes... And you know you haven't hit anything, but... Officers have binoculars. And signalmen have telescopes. And we always referred to brackets as spies. These actual binoculars are magnificent because things. That, and they were, they were the...
at the centre of the parade ground, they had a big tower with a light on it. And every evening, we little signalmen would have to pair up and one of us would have to try and read the flashing light. And when we started, we'd go out and all we would see would be a flashing light, which we couldn't make any sense of. And then after, or maybe after three weeks or a month, we began to be able to read a word. And then maybe after another two or three weeks, we read two words. And it took something like two or three months, or a couple of months anyway, until the brain managed to see all those letters and put them all together. It seemed so difficult and nothing happening. And and then suddenly it was like you've switched the light on.
there were funny days, funny things happened. This particular day, when I was still a junior signalman, we were coming down the coast of India and our captain sent a message down to the Aztec room. He said, Aztec, find a school of fish. We'll go fishing. Now, the destroyer we were on had a whaler, which was a wooden rowing boat with oars. And when the order came, away, whaler, oh, I had to rush down to the radio room, get an aldus lamp, a battery, a set of semaphore flags, and a sidearm, a gun, and join the whaler's crew. So the Hasdeck people said they'd found a school of fish, and the captain yelled, Set depth charge! So we set one of our depth charges to, oh, I don't know, a hundred feet? And boom! <laughs> and then the message was, Away, whaler! So we rode over to the spot where the fish had been located. But instead of fish, hundreds of yellow and red water snakes. Lots and lots and lots. Yellow, big, long things, about two metres long. I'd never seen anything like it. Well, none of us had. Hundreds and hundreds of them, just swarming all around us. And then, before we knew it, one of the seamen got one on his oar, and the captain roared out over the loud hailer from the ship, For God's sake, you blokes, put that bloody snake back in the water. It'll get into the boat and it'll bite some bastard. <laughs> so we turned our little boat around and rode straight back to the destroyer. And he said, tie the whaler on the back. We'll look for some more fish.
was part of a fleet of three boats in the Pacific. There were two N-class destroyers flanking and protecting a huge British battleship. They were very dangerous waters around this time. Uh, anyway, this one morning, just on daybreak, just after first light, the battleship hoisted a signal, which read ZEO, which is uh, alteration of course 180 degrees to starboard. And then it had a given time below, 0700. But then I wasn't 100% sure about this time because we were in such rough seas. It was very, very windy. So I called up the other destroyer and said, could you please confirm the alteration of course, the time? And he came back, 0700. So, uh, 0700, the two destroyers turned 180 degrees, steamed off in the opposite direction. But the battleship didn't turn with us. She just kept on going the way she was going, unprotected. Suddenly, we got a signal from the battleship, and the captain of our ship, he called me up to the bridge. We were all trying to read the signal as the battleship proceeded. There was complete confusion. And he roars at me, the captain. He says, Signalman, what's she saying? Well, by now, I'm starting to realise I might have read the signal wrong. And then I said to the captain, uh, Sir, uh, she's saying, Where are you boys off to? Sir, just, Where are you boys off to? <laughs>
I am on fire. Fire is gaining. I will keep close to you during the night. Will you lead me to safe anchorage? There is a history of injury. Stopped in thick fog. What is the rise and fall of the tide? My position is indicated by dead reckoning. I am dazzled by your searchlight. I have lost sight of you. I am afloat at sea. I am not seaworthy, I am sinking. I do not see the light. My anchor is foul. My navigation lights are not functioning. I must abandon my vessel. Assistance cannot be given to you. Signal received and not understood. Swelling is soft, breathing is deep, pain has ceased. Can I come alongside? You should come alongside. <laughs> 